0: Everybody. Welcome to the Dennis Prager Show. I hope you had a good weekend. I am blessed that virtually always I could say I did. And I walk around with a lot of gratitude. The key to a good life is gratitude. So today, is it today? I think it is, right? So... Let me get this straight. In Los Angeles, I, I'm broadcasting from right outside Los Angeles, Glendale, California, which is its own city. So in Glendale, you, at this point, do you have to show a vaccination certificate uh, to get into a restaurant uh, or, well, what about, oh, but wait, salons, that is uh, hair salons, nail salons, the like, that's LA County, Correct and that i believe uh does begin today LA city. no know. no la county i think so i think so cuz i live in la county not in la city right. and i i don't believe i can get a haircut uh, where i live that that's my uh that let's take a look so look it up la county salons put that, i think that would that would probably get it, get it for you but anyway, in L.A., listen to this the, from the Los Angeles Times, which of course is for ever, anything that deprives people of freedom except abortion. Is this the beginning of the end, Kim Prince asked during a recent phone call? We have been in a period of pivot, pivot, pivot. I just want a fried chicken. A Monday Prince who owns Hotville Restaurant in the Baldwin Hills Crenshaw Mall And all other restaurants in the city of Los Angeles will have to pivot again to comply with a new ordinance that requires customers to show proof of a vaccine or a negative COVID-19 test to dine indoors. Enforcement of the ordinance, which covers shopping malls, movie theaters, beauty salons, and other indoor activities, will start November 29th. Oh, so... But it starts today. No, all right, it's bad enough, November 29th, and remain in effect until the city lifts its COVID-19. By the way, what do they think? So are people dropping dead until November 29th? What, what is the thinking of the people who are ruining Los Angeles in every possible way? What, what is their thinking? Eric Garcetti, Barbara Ferrer, is that her name, Ferrer? The uh, the head of health as I said last week, if you have a degree in public health, I, I think of you uh, as I do those who have a degree in gender studies or education. You really got your mind twisted, and your ability to think clearly very, uh, very profoundly hurt. They're they're ruining more businesses. God's well, I so feel for these people. I, th- You know, where I live, it's mostly Vietnamese who run nail salons, for pedicures, manicures. And they came from Vietnam. None of them had it easy. It's incredibly difficult life. I just finished a 900-page book on the Vietnam War, and the end, which was about... It was very short sure at the end because he really does deal with the war. It doesn't deal with what happens after the war. But after the war, the, the number of South Vietnamese whose lives were destroyed by the communists is so large. That's why they were boat people. People risked being murdered by pirates on the seas, drowning in their crappy little boats because of their crappy little boats. Being eaten by sharks and the women risked being raped on the high seas to get out of the communist hell that all communists create and will in the United States if allowed. And then they come to the United States penniless and they work their way through a nail salon and then the left in America, destroys them. The left in Vietnam destroyed them, and the left in America will destroy them. And the beauty of being on the left is you think you're doing something good because there is no moral compass on the left. I used to think it was broken. I don't think it exists. And I bring you examples every single day. Why is it, what is it, L.A., New York, San Francisco, any other cities are ha- having this ordinance? Isn't it quite something? Big cities, which I always consider to be the worst places morally in any society, and Democrats. That, that's it. It's a horrible combination. I have more evidence that Philadelphia may may be the, the most destructive city of its own people. More evidence of that that I'll offer later. It took a long time for me to realize how terrible the grip of the left is on Philadelphia. But I I finally awoke because too many stories came from Philadelphia. People still vote that way. If it's a big city, it's been ruined. There's an article. Where did you send me the article of a sort of luxury condominium building in San Francisco, and what's happened to its street? I didn't,
1: but I know the story. Right
0: did you thing. see that story? Yeah. They're, they're afraid to leave their building. Yeah. Homeless, some of whom are violent, some of whom leave fecal matter in front of their in front of their Uh, apartment building and I'll bet that most of the people in that building vote Democrat and I'll bet they still will I don't think there's anything Democrats could do to ruin people's lives that would make that would convince 20% one out of five to vote Republican so deep is the brainwash we're for the little guy and the Republicans are not It's so deep. It's a deeper brainwash than any other single thing in society. We're good, Republicans bad. The amount that has come out now, which I'll talk about later, about the the Hillary Clinton campaign being behind the gigantic, the biggest lie of my lifetime, Russian collusion with the Trump campaign. I called it a lie from the outset. It was so obviously a lie. This country was transfixed. The New York Times, Washington Post, LA Times, your newspaper colluded in the biggest lie in American history for two years. Will they rethink what happened? Will they say they're sorry? 25 years ago, I wrote, being on the left means never having to say you're sorry. Correct? Correct. They won Pulitzer Prizes for for it, that's right, for investigating a lie. And, ch- and, com- and compounding the lie. The new mandate will bring with it a minefield of potential failures and confrontations for all businesses affected, but owners of restaurants and areas of lower vaccination rates believe their survival is especially precarious. The left doesn't care if little guys survive. Get it? They care about Target. That's who they care. Amazon. That's what they care. Walmart. Little guy, you are probably a Republican, you little entrepreneurial piece of crap. They're happy if you go out of business. Then bigger is more left and more controlled. One thing I don't want to do is to have to ask every single individual, can I see your card, Prince said. In the nine triple zero eight zip code where Hotville is located, only 54% of the people have been fully vaccinated. Now listen to this. 64% of the residents are black, 24% are Latino. Only 6% are white. So what's going to happen when he tells a black guy you can't come in my restaurant? 50 years ago was because of Jim Crow laws. Today it's because of immunization laws, vaccination laws. Something, huh? How we have regressed. I don't know what the solution is, she added, but what I do know is that businesses are already suffering, and they are going to suffer to the point of closure. That's right. For not any good reason, other than the love of power And the hypochondriacal fear, the maniacal fear that pervades the left about this and global warming. 800 the years going by like so many songs. What a sick time we're living in. I wrote in the, I don't know, when did I write it? Last spring, oh, a year and a half ago. I wrote a column. What was it titled again? A dress rehearsal for a police state. And I was right. That's what this is. And and in a typical fashion of a police state, what happens is it begins with a cause that a lot of people support. Oh, of course, the unvaccinated are scum, selfish scum killing innocent people. Of course, they should be ostracized from society. There are some people who believe they shouldn't be treated in hospitals. Oh, murderers, rapists, torturers of children, they should be definitely taken care of. That's the Hippocratic Oath. But the unvaccinated, let them die because they deserve to die. I believe that half the vaccinated people in this country believe that the unvaccinated deserve to die. So if they think we deserve to die, and even though I had COVID, which is natural immunity, which every study I have read except the CDC, whom I believe are professional liars, and I will be publishing that uh, tomorrow... Uh, all the uh, just a summary of some of the biggest studies in the United States not to mention the gigantic one in Israel that her, that natural immunity is more robust than immunization and that that's what they believe that we should die well, that's you're not vaccinated you deserve to die during the AIDS crisis can you imagine if people would have said hey listen Uh, You had uh, sex through uh, the rear of the human being. I I won't say the official title because kids listen. And uh, without a condom, you deserve to die. Imagine if somebody would have said that. You go to a bathhouse and you don't use a condom, you deserve to die. Why is that any different than, oh, you're not vaccinated? You deserve to die. And and then they they think of themselves as the compassionate crowd. A lot of self-delusion on the left. However, this is what I think is the most interesting, not necessarily most important, but important, but certainly most interesting story of the weekend. The governor of the largest state in the United States, has disappeared. Has he, has he com, come in public today? Is there any news on that? F- so it's 11 days now. For 11 days, the governor of California has not been seen. That's a big deal. Especially since the, the highlight of his year going to Glasgow took place, is taking place, and he's not there. The lieutenant governor of California is there. And he says it's family issues. So if it's family issues, what does that have to do with your disappearing? So fine, you can't go to Glasgow because of family issues. But you you can make a video. Hi everybody, I'm fine, and I'm taking care of the state, but I, I'm, I'm now dealing with personal issues, and have a great day. Fine. Why did he do that? Nothing. Silence. And it started right after he got his booster shot. There's no, no no, explanation. I'm not saying it's because of the booster shot. How do I know? But you would think that a fanatic pro-vaccine man like Newsom, like all Democrats, would then go public specifically to reassure people it's not the booster shot. Look, I'm fine, everybody. So any speculation that I am hurt because of the vaccine is nonsense, is misinformation. Why doesn't he say that? Even if you hate the unvaccinated, don't you want the governor of California to say it isn't the vaccine? It's one of the rare times the vaccinated and unvaccinated can agree. Let him say it's not the vaccine. I'm fine. Now, here's a question I don't know the answer to. Could you take a look? How much has Newsom's disappearance been covered by the mainstream press? Even, Even the L.A. Times or San Francisco Chronicle, let alone the New York Times or Washington Post, it is not a little deal. Governors don't disappear. Let alone the governor of the biggest state. Let alone the governor of the biggest state when the highlight of his life going to Glasgow for another conference on how to bankrupt the Western world is taking place. It's going to happen this winter. If if this is a cold winter in Europe, they're, uh, they're in for a very big price. Maybe you will shake people up, although it's hard to undo propaganda. Last week, I came out with a comment, which will be one of my... Continually stated comments. I have a series of those, like everything the left touches, it destroys. But uh, here's another one. And I just recently realized it. Most people think love and hate are the most powerful emotions. I have learned in the last year that that is not true. There is a much more powerful emotion than love or hate fear what you what you can do to people's minds with inducing fear the the answer anything fear that's the key the left works on it You'll die. If you don't die of COVID and from the unvaccinated, then you will die from those who oppose solar panels. We'll be back. The Dennis Prager Show. Don't you get tired of commercials screaming at you to buy gold now with inflated promises on future values? In an unregulated industry, you need honest, real experts to give you solid advice to protect your wealth and top picks on the best coins and bullion. As environmental policy becomes a hot topic, one precious metal that's been significantly undervalued for years is potentially set to surge. Nick Grovich, owner of Amfed Coin and Bullion, has long recommended this precious metal. Up to 600,000 ounces of this rare metal will be needed by 2030 to produce green hydrogen. Nick is doubling down on this pick, and you should too. Call Nick at Amfed Coin and Bullion to find out more. I've been friends with Nick for years, and he's my go-to guy when it comes to coins and bullion. I trust him. That's a very big statement, by the way. Call Nick at 800-221-7694, 800-221-7694, AmericanFederal.com, AmericanFederal.com. Hi, everybody. Steve Moore, one of my favorite people, senior economist with Freedom Works, free market think tank. He has a free newsletter, Unleash Prosperity. It's required daily reading. His most recent PragerU video, a month ago. It's all about the budget bill, the bankrupting of America. Over 2 million views and counting. Hello, Steve Moore. Okay, do we have Stephen on? All right. Are you there, Stephen? Okay, I... My friends, I always apologize to you for the technical goofs that take place. I don't know why such a simple thing as talking to a guest is challenging, but I guess it is. Hi, Dennis. All right. right. It worked fine now. All right. Good. I got you on Skype. You're the first, my first Skype interview on my radio show. (laughs)
1: <laughs> well, I'm glad I'm your guinea pig, but it's great to be with me. Can you, with you, can you hear me? Okay. Uh, that's it's clear. It's
0: actually clearer than a phone. That's great. Okay, so I got a lot of questions for you, yeah. and uh, by this is unrelated to, to uh, economics. Are you aware? Because you don't live in in California, are you aware that Governor Newsom has disappeared for
1: 12 days? You know, I was not aware of that until I just heard what you were saying on your show. Exactly. Okay, something. that proves, if Stephen Moore, <laughs> one of the
0: most in touch with with current events people in the United States doesn't know, this is, doesn't it fascinate you? Well, where is he? That's right. Where is he, especially given Glasgow? Something he had ached to attend not a word, not a peep, n- not 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 a one minute video, nothing.
1: It's 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 astonishing. I remember when Mark Sanford. I don't know if you remember this. Yes, I, was, I know. He oh. was in Argentina with a lover. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> hey, hey hey hey! I I wouldn't say a word. <laughs> I wouldn't say a word. Either. Uh, it's just, it's amazing though. How can the uh, you know he's the third or fourth most important elected politician in america and he's uh, he's not on the job at a time of crisis we got rising gasoline prices we have rising inflation we have a border crisis i mean what are these guys doing i mean all i right, would say I, the same I, thing I, I, about joe biden why in the world did he spend two weeks in europe when we have a crisis here in america and and he, by the way all he did when he was in europe is pass out federal tax dollars to all these countries is that right go ahead explain that well, first of all, he went to Europe and said, remember uh, that how, uh, how Trump said you had to pay your bills for NATO? Oh, you can forget about that. There's a new cop in town. We're not going to charge you for that anymore. And then the, it turned out that the Glasgow Climate Change Summit, Dennis, was just a shakedown. So the poor countries went to that uh, Glasgow and said, we want $750 billion, not 750 million, $750 billion from Western countries read the United States or we don't or we're not going to participate. And Biden said sure, we'll pay that up. And it's, and don't forget the other two countries that were not there in uh, in Glasgow were the two biggest polluters. Yeah, Russia the- and China. 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 So
0: he actually th- this is something I did not know. He said yes to 750 billion dollar money transfer to the third world.
1: So the, the, the poor countries said, this is just a shakedown. They just want money. No, right. I, I, uh, that I, that's clear. Right. So they showed up and said, we're only going to participate in this conference if you agree to pay us $750 billion. By the way, not one time. Every year, $750 billion. And, and, the, and the United States and Europeans said, okay, we'll cough that money up. I'm sorry for the sure. silence. I, 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 am, I am blown away. It's stunning. It's stunning. Now, Here wait, we have, I just yeah, want to understand yeah. something.
0: How can a president of the United States promise hundreds of billions of dollars without congressional approval?
1: Well, good question. How can the president of the United States try to impose a vaccine mandate? That's on right. All the That's correct. Without, yeah. I mean, what's going on, Dennis? This is one of my pet peeves. We have a legislative branch. We have three branches of government, right? And the legislative branch makes the laws. And yet we now have a, and and by the way, this has been going on for 25 or 30 years. The Congress is now delegating lawmaking authority to the executive branch. And so Congress doesn't vote on these things. And you get what I think is one of the most unconstitutional measures I've seen in a long, long time, this, this vaccine mandate. That no member of Congress voted on.
0: All right, back in a moment with Stephen Moore. You should get his free newsletter. It's it's, it's terrific. Unleash prosperity. What, where do you go to get it? Unleash prosperity. Just go
1: to committee. Go, just go to Committee to Unleash Prosperity website and sign up. And by the way, unlike Joe Biden's claims, this one really is free. <laughs>
0: Good man. The Dennis Prager Show. When running a business, HR issues can kill you. Wrongful termination suits, minimum wage requirements, labor regulations, and HR manager salaries aren't cheap. An average of seventy thousand dollars a year. Bambi, spelled B A M B E E, was created specifically for small businesses. You can get a dedicated HR manager, craft HR policy, and maintain your compliance, all for just ninety nine dollars a month. It's a lot less than seventy thousand a year. With Bambi, you can change HR from your biggest liability to your biggest strength. Your dedicated HR manager is available by phone, email, or real-time chat. From onboarding to terminations, they customize your policies to fit your business and help you manage your employees day-to-day all for just $99 a month. No hidden fees. Cancel any time. Let Bambi help. Get your free HR audit today. Go to Bambi, B-A-M-B-E-E dot com slash Prager to schedule your first free HR audit. That's Bambi dot com slash Prager, spelled B-A-M-B double dot com slash Prager. Hi, everybody. I'm the Stephen Moore, the great economist and free market advocate. His free newsletter, Unleash Prosperity, is
1: available at, uh, what is it again, Stephen? Give me the it's, website. Let's go to the website, Committee to Unleash Prosperity. By the way, that's Committee to Unleash Prosperity. That's a group that was founded by Larry Kudlow, Steve Forbes, Art Laffer, and me. And wow. so I can send it to you for free. That, that is that quite is a, a quartet. Something, there's something I've got to bring up, you know, this, this, this morning on your show, because it's really important. What happened on Friday night, uh, late, late Friday night in the House of Representatives was a betrayal a betrayal by 13 Republicans who handed Nancy Pelosi a major victory on a sham infrastructure bill that's spending $1.1 trillion that we don't have. You know this, Dennis. I talked about it with you, what, two or three weeks ago when I was on your show. It is not an infrastructure bill. It's a green energy bill. It's the Green New Deal. It's it's subsidies for Tesla and windmills and, and uh, mass transit projects. By the way, they want to continue the funding of that crazy uh, how much have you spent on high-speed rail in California? Yes, yes. Like forty or fifty billion.
0: Yeah, I, something in that arena. That's correct. I probably so more. If,
1: yeah. How many How many people have traveled on that high-speed rail train? Zero. <laughs> Zero. Forty to fifty billion dollars down the drain, and we we spend money in in Washington like it's M M's candy. And now they want to spend another fifty to hundred billion dollars on that sham uh, thing. So, th- explain this to me, Dennis. Why would 13 Republicans after what happened on Tuesday when the voters repudiated right, right. the Biden agenda. Why would they do this? And and I blame Kevin McCarthy, and I'm friends with Kevin McCarthy. He's from California, but he did not whip this, and Pelosi did not have the votes to pass that bill.
0: That, that's it, it is astonishing. It truly is. So my theory, which I wanted to bounce off you, I thought you would have a better answer than I. My theory is it's great money for their districts and that is more important to these republicans than the country
1: i think unfortunately you're right there were port barrel projects there were earmarks for special districts democrats bought these votes but i would have thought that republicans would have put principle uh, the principle of this i mean my god we already gave the states 1.9 trillion dollars remember in march that's right so this is what. This is $1.1 Well, well
0: you're, the key thing is what you said money we don't have. Let me read their names Don Bacon, Nebraska, Brian Fitzpatrick, Pennsylvania, Andrew Gar- Garbarino, New York, Anthony Gonzalez, Ohio, John Kotko, New York, Adam Kinzinger, Illinois, Nicole Maliotakis, New York, David McKinley, West Virginia, Tom Reed, New York, Chris Smith, New Jersey, Fred Upton, Michigan, Jeff Van Drew, New Jersey, Don Young, Alaska. These are Republicans who have nothing in common with the conservative principles, the basic moral principles, that your country comes before money for your district. So do you think that's the number one reason
1: that they bail the Democrats out? No, I think so. Well, for some of them, for others, they, they bought into this lie that this is an infrastructure package. How do got, you buy? I, I, wait, I, how do you buy into that? <laughs> no, no, I
0: don't understand. What? Well, what if they? What if they called it a, 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 uh, an investment in Topps
1: baseball cards?
0: Would they buy that?
1: No, I mean, uh, here's the thing. I mean, what if I had been the Republicans? I would have said this. Before I and and incidentally, it's not bipartisan. The Democrats, the Republicans, had nothing to do with with writing this bill. The Demo- Pelosi wrote this bill herself with her Democratic colleagues. They never even consulted with the Republicans. And the first, remember what? Do you remember, uh, Dennis, what the first act of Joe Biden was when he became president? The first act of yes, the uh, the pipeline. Yeah, he killed. The, this is a guy who says he cares about about infrastructure. And by the way, that pipeline costs nothing. nothing. It, that one is free. It's paid for entirely by the private sector. He killed that while he approves the pipeline from Russia to Germany. And then he he says this is an infrastructure bill. And Republicans said, "When you approve the Keystone pipeline, we'll talk about infrastructure." But my God, there's so much money in this bill for for you know mass transit projects. Why is it that a, a company Tesla right now? Is the third most uh, valuable company in the world? It has a one trillion dollar market cap. You get that? One trillion dollars is the worth of this company. Why does the federal government have to sh- sh- shower it with subsidies?
0: It, 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 it's a disgrace. And I think of the the, the small business owner getting clobbered, yep. and, and and Tesla getting billions. It, it, Billions, billions. Yes, billions. It, it, it's unbelievable. So tell me this: what, what I'm not clear on. Do you think that these
1: Republicans who voted for this one will vote for the bigger one coming up? Oh God forbid! This is. Remember, we talked about this three weeks. Earlier, this is the worst bill that I've seen, I arrived in Washington in 1984 when Reagan was president. I've been proud to work for Ronald Reagan and Donald Trump. That's pretty cool. And everything that we have done to accomplish, whether it's work for welfare reforms, was supply side tax rate reductions, whether it's limited government and uh, whether it's education choice, all of these things are in jeopardy. I I can be on your show for two hours and tell you all the horrific things that are in this bill we need every single Republican. Why is it, Dennis? There are only two Democrats out of 257 in the Congress. That's less than 1% are against a massive spending bill that would bankrupt our country. Because, the, I,
0: know you're not, you're, I know you're asking this rhetorically, but I would just yeah. like to answer it nevertheless. Everyone left of center believes in government I would like you to hear. Uh, we have a, a couple of. Uh, we have a minute, uh, Sean. Please play for Stephen Moore uh, what the uh, what the head of the DNC said last week. Steve, this is something for you to to embed in in, okay. in your mind and, uh, uh, and send out. Even it's just one line from uh, a, a press conference that. He, Jamie Harrison gave.
1: It's sad to see where the Republican going, Party is going because they have become a party of fascism and fear. Um, and, and those are the two things that really motivate them right, right now. No, no, that's, that's not
0: the quote. The DNA of the, of the Democratic Party is what I wanted. The, that was bad enough. You know, the, Imagine that, the head of the Democratic Party says the Republican Party is fascist. It, you know, the DNA
1: of, the, of Democrats is. is that we believe in government.
0: There you go. That's the answer, Steve. The DNA of Democrats is that we believe in government. I'm with Stephen Moore. Is, he, is uh, Stephen still there? Yes. Hi, Stephen. You're looking good, by the way.
1: Where, where are you? You're in the Washington area? It is the most beautiful day in Washington, D.C., in Virginia. It's been beautiful ever since... Uh... Glenn Youngkin won a great, great victory. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Swept by state. And I've been meaning to tell you, because you just played that tape uh, about how the Democrats are blaming their tremendous loss in Virginia. And by the way, I think if it had been an honest election in New Jersey, I think that, you know, that's the third most corrupt state in the country politically. I think that the Republican who got spouts five to one uh, would have uh, would have won that race as well. This is this was a this was a referendum against everything the Democrats are doing. But the what and it was also parents. I saw parents in Northern Virginia who voted Democrat their whole life who were so incensed by this this war on parents in in schools that they for the first time ever voted Republican now the Democrats I was watching an election night. They said oh the Democrats the Republicans ran their southern strategy That's a code word for a racist strategy, right? How is, it, how is it Dennis if it was a racist strategy that Glenn Youngkin in most districts in Virginia Won a majority majority of the Hispanic vote. Did you know that he won the Hispanic vote in Virginia?
0: Well uh these charges are not made based on facts. So, look, uh, the lieutenant governor is a black woman. Demo- Republicans exactly. voted and nominated her. That's quite a racist strategy, getting blacks elected.
1: She is a superstar. She and certainly is. I've heard you say this. Uh, the thing that would terrify the Democrats more than anything else is a beautiful, articulate black woman on the Republican ticket. That watch where that woman wins. Some Sears goes. I, I, you know, many of the networks did not carry her of course, speech, which is incredibly powerful. I love that woman. She's amazing. I think she's going. She's going to be the next governor of Virginia after uh, Glenn serves his four-year term. And I wouldn't be surprised if, sometime soon, she's not on the Republican presidential ticket because we are the party of inclusion. We are the party that is dancing Under Donald Trump, I saw President Trump on Thursday at Mar-a-Lago. We have the lowest black unemployment rate, the lowest black poverty rate, the lowest Hispanic unemployment rate, and the lowest Hispanic poverty rate in the history of the United States, and yet they call him a racist.
0: Yeah, that, well, they called Larry Elder, my friend, <laughs> the black face of white supremacy, Los Angeles Times columnist. There you go. All right, my friend. I want to remind everybody that Stephen Moore is a great PragerU video, the, Bank- the Bankrupting of America. Go to PragerU.com and see it. Get his newsletter, which uh, is Unleash Prosperity.